At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action. Still got to get to the uh, NFC Championship game in depth. The Niners and the Rams. Plus, we'll give all the bets that we have in our accounts for Championship Sunday. Some Australian Open talk still. But first, some uh, updates on the scores from Kelly and a big sort of pack opening coming. We'll get to that momentarily, but first the scores. Yeah, start with scores. In the NBA, we've got a ton of games in action. We've got the Magic up on... DraftKings not showing me a lot, though. Magic up on the Pistons, 98-77. to 10-24 remaining in the game there. Magic, 13.5 point live favorites. 225.5 the live total. Hornets up on the Lakers, 65 to 49 at the half. Hornets, 15 and a half point favorites, live, 225 and a half the total. Hawks up on the Celtics, 68 to 61. Seven minutes left in the third quarter. No live lines currently up. Nuggets up on the Pelicans, 42 to 36. Four and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Live numbers there. Nuggets, six and a half and two. Oh, no, these are way off. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to stick to scores for you Ignore right everything now. I've said. You no, know, I'm like, 101 and a half is definitely not the total. There we go. There we go. DraftKings.com back working now. All right, we've got Grizzlies on top of the Jazz, 52 to 44. Four minutes left in the first half. Live numbers in that game. Grizzlies, 9 and a half and 229 and a half. The Blazers all over the Rockets, 56 to 39. Four minutes remaining in the first half. Of that one, the Blazers are 12 and a half live, and 232 and a half is the total. Pa- uh, Thunder lead the Pacers at the half, 54 to 51. Thunder one and a half point live favorites, 213 and a half the live total. Heat up on the Clippers, 48 to 35. Three minutes remaining in the second quarter. The Heat 12 and a half live, and 204 and a half the total. Bulls lead the Spurs 31 to 27. That game, one minute remaining in the first quarter, still very early. Bulls three and a half point live favorites, 239 and a half. The live total. And over on the ice, we've got three games in progress. Red Wings and Penguins tied up at two apiece. Uh, live numbers for that game just went off the board. We got uh, Rangers up on the Wild, two to nothing at the end of one. Rangers are minus four seventy-five Wild, plus three twenty. Total set at six and a half. 
Live lines back up for that Penguins Red Wings game. Penguins are minus two thirty. Red Wings plus one seventy with a six and a half total. And then we got Avalanche and Blackhawks are zero zero. Five minutes left in the first period. Avalanche minus two twenty live. Chicago plus one sixty five. Total set at five. All right, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. We interrupt our regular schedule, our regularly scheduled programming. To uh, go to Kelly for a live, what are you doing here, Kelly? Exactly, what are you? What are you opening? It's called NFL All Day. This is like the NBA Top Shot of the NFL. Is that that little music we heard earlier on the show? Yeah, exactly. So if you're with us in the first hour and you're like, "What is that weird happy fire alarm that just sounded in the studio?" It, w- it was my notification that my pack came through. So yeah, now we're gonna what live open on the air? Yeah, well, we want to see which 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 ones you got. And again, you already promised me if you got the Evan McPherson field goal, you're gonna give it to me. <laughs> did you make? Did he make that promise? He did. No, he, no. Did. He, he did. I heard him hmm. say it. That's funny. Know. I didn't hear that. Yeah, I, I knew I should have uh, done like set this up earlier. Oh, it's not it's like not it's ready loading to go. now. Like, it's, don't oh, worry, it's loading. Kelly, your pack, you know, yeah. Kelly. Maybe we should do the NFC preview. Ripping first. a pack takes a long time. <laughs> we... Oh, Isaiah warns me this could take up to ten minutes. So yeah, okay. let's start with the NFC. Yeah. Well, well, that went we'll, well. Go into, uh, we'll do that next. Yeah, segment, we'll do that next segment. Thank you, Isaiah. Von Frankel. Yes. That could have taken a while. Good call, Isaiah. All right, so NFC Championship. Obviously, uh, this one has stayed at three and a half, although we see a tick down to three in some spots here, Matt, at all. I there, are, I have not seen a three I when I I've been looking. Okay, but still three and a half. Let me just start with the with the Dr. Eric Eager yeah. stat, because I think this is, I thought it was the most intelligent thing said on a numbers game this week, which was, you know, I asked him, what's the most interesting stat of the entire NFL season from a pro football focus standpoint? And he said, well, I'll, I'll dovetail it into this game which was that the Rams disguised their defenses 9% more than any NFL team did this year. But when the Rams, excuse me, yeah, but when the Rams play the Niners, they disguise their defenses 14% less than they do against any other team. So in, us, in essence, what that means is the, what the Niners do on offense, what Kyle Shanahan does with a motion offense, prevents the Rams from being themselves, from being their true identity in a dramatic way. And so if you're looking for an explanation as to why Kyle Shanahan's Niners have had ownership of McVay's Rams, swept them them in the uh, regular season this year, have won six in a row against them, you may start with that stat. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. This is another one of those where it's going to be, does a team get away from what they fundamentally do and, and move on. We'll start with the injury stuff here. The, the big ones, Trent Williams, we talked about this at the top of the show, bring it back up now, didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but tells his coach he's going to play. <laughs> so, and he's going to win. So yeah. I'm guessing if you are the top-graded uh, offensive lineman in the NFL over the course of the season and you tell your coach you're going to play, you're at least going to give it a go. Now, if he's – a liability out there with this ankle issue because one of the things they never did say and probably strategically whether this was the low ankle or the high ankle sprain and it's probably getting probably strategically all they said was it was an ankle issue never let us know whether it was a high ankle sprain or or just a low ankle sprain so Trent Williams likely to go despite the fact that you're going to see three DNPs by by his name for this week Andrew Whitworth full practice on Friday he's going to go for the Rams, and one of the other things that could be pr- fairly interesting, and we'll see if he gets cleared tomorrow as well, we're, gonna, we're on the Tyron Matthew look from the concussion protocol. We're also on the Taylor Rapp look for the concussion protocol. 
as well. Now, he's been out for a couple of weeks for the Rams. Remember, they had to go sign Eric Weddle off the street to come play safety for them. And getting Taylor Rapp back would be a, a big, 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 big boost for this, uh, for this secondary, no doubt. So we will see if he clears concussion protocol at some point tomorrow. The Matthew Stafford versus the Niners defense is going to be, you know, the real big story here because he, Matthew Stafford, yes, there are a lot of high profile kind of goofs out there for him, but for the majority of the season, he's been really good. Like he, he has been one of the top graded quarterbacks in the league. Problem is, is just against his Niners team, his Niners team has really kind of thrown him for a loop. He had 17 interceptions on the season. Four of those 17 came against the 49ers. And it's really going to come down to if this 49ers team can get the pressure with just the four man with just the four man rush. And if that's the case, then this is going to probably go their way. I mean, this is one of those weird things. We keep bringing it up, but I'll say it again, and maybe we'll say it again for the Super Bowl. Maybe the 49ers win and we'll retire it for the season. But Matthew Stafford was much, much better when blitzed than when not this year. It is just a crazy, crazy stat for Stafford. Stafford, 9.3 yards per attempt when blitzed. Second in the NFL, of course, we are, you know who the number one was. We talked about it earlier, it was Joe, Joe Burrow. So when he's blitzed, he's much better. And then, and then Matthew Stafford as well. His passer rating falls from 132.5 when blitzed to 97 when not. <laughs> so you can see, like, it's, it's the, the Stafford. And we actually saw this, you know, a couple of different times even this past week. Stafford has time, he sits back there, and he just scans and scans and scans, and sometimes he just makes the wrong decision. And I, I think that he's uh, super skilled and has played enough football and is, is a veteran in this league to where blitzes are coming, he has to make a quick decision, he knows exactly what to do, gets the ball out of his hands, and, and then it's gone. He's really good at that. But when he has all day and he's sitting back there and he's just kind of looking around and all that, and especially against this, this Niners team is going to sit back in zone, that can that can create some some issues for him. And so we'll really see – you know, if um, if they're able to get pressure with that front four, Whitworth being back certainly helps this offensive line for the Rams. But this that, that's uh, the stat, by the way, that I thought Eager was going to answer with when yeah. I asked him what's the most interesting stat. Yeah. yeah. And the 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 thing here is you look and in these in these uh, in these games, 49ers blitz Stafford in the first two games, only 14% of snaps, right? So they they hardly blitz at all. Even with that. They got pressure on Stafford in those first two games, 41% of his dropbacks, right? So this front four was getting home like every, almost every other snap. And, and that is, if that happens again, this could be bad news yet again, right? Because now he's throwing against a full, a, a full coverage unit out there and the front four is getting home and, and it's going to be, it's going to be tough. For, for Stafford whenever, uh, if they're able to do that. And listen, they've been getting home in the playoffs so far, 40%. Uh, pressure rate with just the front four for San Francisco over the course of the playoffs so far. This run blocking unit has been awesome for them. Trent Williams, obviously a big factor in that. How healthy he is, we don't know. He says he's going to play. How healthy, how, how good he plays, we don't know either. But this was the top graded run blocking unit in all the NFL. And this is, we know that's what they really want to do here. We know that's how they really want to play the game, control the game, really go and, and try to get, like we said, I mean, uh, uh, we had Adam Levitan on. He thinks Debo gets 11, 12 carries in this game. We all kind of think that you put the ball in his hands a lot more in this game. Eli Mitchell gets another, you know, 15 or so carries. And if they can, if they can run the ball 25 to 30 times in this game, then that game's gone very, very well for the 49ers, and they're going to win, and they're probably going to win the game 
outright. Um, the Rams play the majority zone, right? And they play zone at four to one more than they play man. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, as you would imagine, because Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, it's it's has been known to throw some some errant passes what? here and there. If you if you play zone against Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle can just go out and sit down in the middle of zone stuff like that, Jimmy Garoppolo over the middle of the field is actually really really good. So this is another one: is do they change fundamentally how they play defense? Do they play much more man? than they have in these previous games where, again, 4-1 to one zone to man where Jimmy Garoppolo's had really, really good success against this team. It's a fascinating matchup. Both of these games, fascinating matchups. I have futures on the Rams, so it's not, you know, I have bets on the 49ers strictly hedging off of, off of what I've got. You and on. me both, my friend. Same story. NFC futures. Got the got the uh, on the on the Rams. Got the Niners plus the three and a half. Same exact deal. Kelly's got Rams futures too. We'll come back. Maybe Kelly will open those packs next. Beeson's primetime action. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, Kelly, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Las Vegas, Nevada. Who doesn't love a Friday night at the South Point? Who? Oh, yeah. Nobody. Nobody's the answer. Deli's packed. Deli's, <laughs> Deli's packed. You got Matt's, uh, Matt's cheesecakes waiting waiting for him ready to I don't go. Know, I don't Are you getting cheesecake? Oh, sorry. Your double chocolate cake? Yeah, it's, uh, it's called, it, well, it used to be chocolate fudge cake. They don't, they don't make it anymore. There is an Oreo cheesecake that's just... Just screaming at That's me. right up my alley right there. Me too, man. man. Oreo cheesecake, that's a winner every time. All right, you want to open some packs? Yeah, let's do it. All right, live NFL on air. NFL all day. Come on. NFL all day. All How right. many of these are there in this? There are three of them. Okay. Number one. I got a Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Did you? Rushing. So I had a prop bet on this, too. So this is from last game. Against the Bills, rushing touchdown. This is a pretty sweet little Oh, the highlight. one where he dove oh. for the yeah, pylon. Yeah, where he dove for the okay. pylon. Wow, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Now, that would be serial number, let's see, 6,200 out of 8,500. So, so not the greatest thing there. But, you know, huh. sweet highlight. Sweet, sweet highlight. Yeah. All right, number two, we go to the Steelers-Chiefs game. And it's a Jarek McKinnon pass on the screenplay. Takes it 80 yards for the touchdown. Oh, jeez. No, he didn't take it for the touchdown. Oh. Oh, these, these are multiple <laughs> plays. I didn't know this worked oh. this way, Matt. Multiple oh, There's plays. more than one play in the, in the moment? I think it's – I'm guessing it's from the same drive. Oh. Oh. So it's 
Yeah, it's a little highlight, little highlight melt. Look at that. How exciting do you think game. this is for the listener right now? So serial number 4,300 out of 8,500. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're super excited. Oh, I know. Uh, obviously. we got to play it through now, though. Okay, now we're going to go to San Fran in Green Bay last week. This is George Kittle. Where it bounces off where, his yeah, chest. Yeah, doinks off his head. <laughs> That'd be so great. No, it was the little, like, one-hander on the sideline. Oh, oh that was awesome. That was an awesome that catch. That was an awesome catch. That was the first time they went in, uh, in positive yardage yeah, for the day. That Serial was an awesome catch. Serial number 7,100 out of 8,500. All yeah. right. Well, well done. It's pretty good. Those are three. I mean, Some the, the Mahomes diving for the pylon. Yeah. Is that one? I like that. That's a good one. Some and you don't have to give an Evan McPherson one to Matt. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to give my Evan McPherson one, yeah. which you know I which didn't is... remember promising him. But <laughs> Quite the bummer. I believe everything he says, Gil. So yeah. <laughs> yes, totally reliable. Bummer. I really wish you'd have gotten it. All right, it is what it is. Let's uh, let's look once again, in case you missed it earlier, at the uh, leaderboard and the associated odds going into the final round. Remember the final round of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines because they started this on Wednesday, the rare Wednesday to Saturday to accommodate. You know, they don't want to go up against the NFC and AFC championship games. They want everybody to be able to watch it, like the golfers themselves. Will Zalatoris and Jason Dye, co-leaders, 14 under after three rounds, followed uh, closely by uh, by one stroke, John Rahm, the uh, tournament favorite, pre-flop favorite, and Aaron Rye, who are one stroke back at 13 under. Now, you'll see the odds on the right that currently exist at DraftKings, Zalatoris, and Day, plus 350 and plus 400, respectively, with the one-stroke lead. Rom still the short shot, plus 275. And Aaron Rye, one stroke back at 16 to 1. So Kelly, it's that. like you said, uh, 700 today for Zalatoris that probably could have been 10. It could have been 9 or 10 easily. Um, easily. Gained 3.69 strokes on the approach. And lost on putting. And lost on putting. He, just, he, he was getting it close and could not... Make the it putt. was he couldn't make anything like medium range. Yeah. Anything that was five feet or in, he was banging in every time. But it was like the five to ten foot putts, and he lo- he had a lot of birdie putts that were like six seven feet, and he probably missed. I probably I probably saw him miss three of those. So he easily could, he easily could be two or three strokes l- uh, so, less. So let me ask you something. So does that first of all does that make you like completely bitter because both of you have Zalatoris futures, or do you view that as oh well that could change and he'll do I, even better tomorrow? I think it's a little. It makes me feel a little better because I mean, look, if if things average out, he might not be as good on approach tomorrow, but he probably should make a couple of more putts. And so, yeah. so I, I I feel pretty good about. It. I mean, he's not going to gain. Th- 3.6 strokes on approach. The, the problem is, again, I'm, I'm sure about that, Matt. I'm not sure the putting's going to to go so far up to equal that, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, hopefully he doesn't need to go seven under again to win this thing. Maybe Hopefully he only needs to go four or five. But, um, I don't, I'm a little nervous, Gil, because it. I mean, it's a big spot, you know. This guy, you know, you're talking about a guy who's, I, I mean, you, I mean, no winning experience compared to these other yeah. guys on the board at all. So it's, I, you know, and he's got one of the funky uh, putting grips that I'm always like, if you're putting like that, you don't fully <laughs> trust your putting. Hmm. So uh, like that, that scares me a little bit. All I know is like like. Matt, Matt, and, Matt and I have been been in great spots the last two weeks to get an outright home. And uh, it if would be, Aaron Rye wins this tournament, oh god, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. You guys are like uh, Josh Allen. You don't know if you're gonna get back. Uh, you don't, you don't know, know if you're gonna get back. Yeah. You're right. I mean, like you think you will, but you don't know. So after well, the first two and, weeks, it'd be really nice see, to get like, one. You know, home. Rom even today, Justin Thomas won over today. But just to let you know, like just how good these guys are. So if you look, 
Rom shoots even par today, despite the fact that he lost 1.6 strokes around the green. He lost <laughs> yeah. on approach. By the way, he's one of the very best approach shot player in, in in the game. Lost on approach and lost T to green, and he still shot even par. And then Justin Thomas, who goes one over, lost my, 1.58 strokes off the tee and 2.37 T to green today. He also lost on approach, which Justin Thomas is literally one of the top five iron players. Yeah, he, he never does in that. the game. He lost on approach, and again, still only shot one over. So, okay, and I'm glad you brought up Justin Thomas because he's nine to one, uh, two it, strokes back. Look, Isn't that you're an getting auto a better play? number on him than I got live on day one? And he, like I said. Bro, he I'm only went one over. Yeah. He only went one over and lost on approach, lost off the tee, and lost tee to green. And that is just not Justin Thomas, you know. So Justin Thomas, nine to one, two strokes back. I am so playing that. I want to see was, what Gil. We talked about it. Uh, what on Tuesday? He was top five in my last twenty-four and last thirty-six models. The only reason I stayed off him is because he's only played this tournament one time before. I didn't think he was going to look as familiar with the courses as he has the past three days. It's. Uh, it's looked pretty easy for him outside of some of those moments today. I don't think that's a bad bet. I think the, I just took him. The only one I think I'd want, I, I feel, I still feel like John Rahm's going to win this thing. I just don't know if I can bet it at plus 275 when I have two other golfers that are right there on the top five. One, one that's a stroke ahead of him. Like, Matt, I don't know how you deal with situations like that, but... Like I that, think at this point you just got to ride it. Out. I think I got to ride with what I have. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a shame because I really, I, I really, do, I I say we said I said on this show last night I there would, I was given a ninety one percent chance it's Rom or Justin Thomas winning it. No, but all the stuff that's changed today, I'm going to go with eighty two percent. One of those two wins it. <laughs> I'm not even backing off that far. I still think one of those no, two. No gets confidence home. in Willie Z. Huh? <laughs> I really want him to get home. It's kind of amazing that Justin Thomas is nine to one, two strokes back, and DJ is what are you seeing? Like low thirties now, thirty three to one. Twenty. Oh, you're seeing twenty eight. I'm seeing thirty three to one in other spots. Thirty three to one, four strokes back. As great as Rom is, those two guys are still two of the best golfers in the mm. world. It's, it is. I mean, they're giving a little respect to Zal Torres and Day, though, too, right? Yep. Jason, that, hey, Jason Day, man, he might just roll. I mean, that was yeah. a, hey, for for a day where you didn't see guys, I, I'll, I'll include all of them, right? Zal Torres, Thomas, and Rom. None of the three of them closed well, right, Matt? I mean, yeah. all of them left opportunities I, out on the course yeah. where Jason Day went and birdied. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Three holes straight to close now. If, if we come in here on Monday and none of, if we don't hit any of our outrights, if Aaron Rye wins, I'm gonna I'll, I'll you know I'll punch a hole in one of these monitors that doesn't work in here. But like if it's Jason Day, what can you do? I can live with it. Okay, because like, good. yeah, just a pleasant fellow. You know, it's just Jason Day. Yeah, I mean Jason I like I like him too. But I mean it's like this leaderboard is it's disgusting. Hey Kelly, have I ever told you my Jason Day Hard Rock story? <laughs> we live we, uh, as of today. We're sitting here. <laughs> we're sitting here, and Matt has three guys in the top five, and I have two. And if, what could go wrong? I, and so now here's the thing. I, I just, so I just, show, so I just didn't do anything pre-flop. Didn't do anything after the first round or the second round. And so here I come strolling in. I just one. grabbed nine to one and plus four fifty in a certain spot on Jason Day, and I'm rolling yeah. with those two guys. I don't, I don't hate those bets. I don't hate those bets. I'd like you to get the Justin Thomas one home, yeah. as opposed to the Jason Day. What, one who's today. the guy you win the most on? 
Uh, Will Zalatoris. Yeah, me, me Zalatoris. And I have Sung Jay at, lo- at even longer odds. Because I, I, I have him at 44. And you, well, and you win nothing on day or rye. Nothing on day or rye. So okay. what's funny is the only reason I would say I win more on Zalatoris than if Sung Jay somehow won, Matt, is because, remember, I bet it at 35, and then there was that 44 that popped up that you got. And I was like, well, man, I'm going to make one more bet then. I'm not going to sit here while Matt has a better number than me. <laughs> The uh, Stan Verrett from from Sports Center. He said he put out a tweet and he said, "You meet your favorite PGA player," uh, and he tagged Jason Day after he ties for share of the lead. And it's a picture of them, you know, both of them standing there. Max Homa responded, "Bro, you know I can read this, right?" <laughs> and, like, Stan Verrett, it's like, "Oh, Max," he, he, said, he said, "You know you're on my list too, Max." But Jason Day was right after Tiger. That's funny. It's just funny. Like Max Homa's great on Twitter, by the way. If you don't follow awesome him on, on, Twitter, on the Twitter yeah. machine, he's yeah. leaflet. There you go. We found out. Um, Stan Verrett, by the way, growing up in D.C. True story. DJ R&B radio station in, D- in uh, D.C. DJ 100. And He's then a Louisiana boy. He went down to Carolina. He's in Louisiana. Yeah, born in Louisiana. Then he went down to Carolina. And the next thing you know, he showed up at ESPN. Great for him, man. Good dude. Come back. Australian Open. And we'll show you all our football bets for the weekend and beyond. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN's part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, of course, and then on big game weekend, we got 56 hours of free video coverage on VSIN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action. On vsin.com. We're kind of bookendish in on the 56 hours. I don't think we're exactly bookends, but we're starting it for sure. We're yeah, one fo- bookend. Yeah, follow the money after us uh, uh, on Sunday night. So we they do will the be out cast. of their normal time on Monday. We'll be right after the Super Bowl, follow the money for three hours, and then a replay on Monday morning. So, yeah, we are, we're kind of bookending it. Okay, so they do their, yeah, they record their Sunday night. Um, and then I will do a numbers game Monday morning, actually live, and then I'm bouncing. Bouncing. So we'll do that. To the beach? You on the beach? <laughs> and then it's uh, Go to DC first. Brown mm-hmm. and Bozo, and I'm leaving too. You're out too? No, no I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but uh, we're gonna assume, I'm going to assume Matt Brown, West Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. You guys are staying that week? Just that week. I'm, I'm Next leaving week. the week, the other week okay. after that. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds fair. Atlanta Hawks and the uh, Boston Celtics in a dogfight. 8.20 left. Hawks up by one. Make it two. Uh, also, the uh, the Hornets and the Lakers tight game. 2.11 left in the third. Hornets up by two, 82 to 80. And uh, Westbrook going to the line to try to make it a one-point game. Oh, they're only up two now? Yeah. Wow, okay, never mind. I was. Uh, what do you have in NBA tonight? You have the Hawks, right? I'm not. I'm on the Heat. Heat. Heat, heat laying seven, and then I've got a par- uh, money line parlay, Heat, uh, Bucks later, and Chiefs. What percentage of your NBA bets are Heat or Hawks? It's not fair. It just feel it just seems that way. I've actually barely bet the Heat and the it's not Hawks. Fair. This year. Yeah, it's not fair. You're thinking of years past. I've not barely fair. bet those teams this year. Sorry. <laughs> if you gave me like ten minutes, I could actually look up those numbers. Kelly's gonna come back. I, I would. Like, I would guess under five times this season on both teams. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I'll go over on that. Grizzlies, I think, are my most bet team this season. Oh, okay. I actually don't even think it's close. Um. Usually the Celtics and Blazers get love for me too, but they, uh, not this year. Not this year. 
Heat crushing the Clippers, 71-54, 8-22 left in the third there. Australian Open, women's final tonight. Well, Iga didn't get there, though she did win her quarter. Plus 250, she won her quarter. Ash Body, Ashley Barty, as we say here in the States. She's minus 525 tonight against Danielle freaking Collins. But as you may recall, have the uh, Ash Barty plus 180 from before the tournament, sort of a protection against the Iga 16 to 1. Barty's winning this. I got a lot of tweets today, Matt, from people who are like, hey, we have the Barty uh, futures on this to win it all. Shouldn't we be hedging on Collins? And my response to them was, you don't always have to hedge. And this would be one of those times where you do not hedge. Barty's going to win, believe. And uh, she's just that dominant at this point. And by the way, there are some things in life where if somebody beats you just out of nowhere, you just have to sort of accept it. I don't think this is a hedge thing. Uh, ride the Barty train here uh, with the plus 180 or whatever number you got it at. Some people, excuse me, plus 220 on Barty. Plus 180 was Medvedev. So plus 220 is where I got Barty. Some people got it a better number. My play tonight is under 20 and a half. Uh, we're showing minus 125, under 20 and a half games. I actually got it at a little more juice than minus 125, but that's my play because I think uh, Barty is unbreakable, and I think she breaks Collins, and I think you're looking at 20 games max here. Like the the plus 380 implies that she wins this 21 percent of the time, and she don't. I, I just one every five times. Like I think they, I think if they play ten times, she wins one like one out of the ten. But like I don't think she wins one out of five times. And so yeah, it just it would need to be a a much fatter number than that. It's not going to be because everyone's going to look and see what this girl's in the finals. I'm gonna play like this number's too big you know she's obviously good and and so it's not going to swell any bigger than that so it's just yeah it's it's, it's not playable and, and I would not as Gil said I, I wouldn't hedge there either I mean again the implied probability on 380 is about 21 percent of the time and she, she she doesn't win one in five times yeah those are my two uh tennis best on the women's side the under and games tonight 20 and a half and Barty once again from preflop plus 220 to win the Aussie Open, and this is a this is going to be a coronation in front of the Australian crowd. They are just going to be all about this event tonight. It's at twelve thirty Pacific, three thirty a.m. Eastern. For those listening on the uh, East Coast, it'll probably be over by the time you wake up. And uh, yeah, and they're going to be. I mean, like it's it's going to be a good night for them, regardless, right? Because and in the men's doubles finals tonight as well. Yes, both teams are all Aussie. So mm-hmm. like it's just gonna be it's 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 gonna be awesome. In that one, Kyrios and Kokonakis are minus two fifty five. So they are they're big favorites in that one. And and like it was a uh, it was another un it was another unseated team that that made it to the finals as well that they're playing against. They're the bigger names. I think that this price is probably a little inflated because again it's it's curious and everyone's gonna bet the name that they recognize. They don't even recognize these these other names or something, but I don't think two to one on the other side is 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 really bettable, but I, I do think it's at least a little inflated on the uh on the curious side. That match is at oh, that's also in the dead of the night. 145 a.m. Pacific, 445 Eastern. That would actually be fun to watch. It would. It yeah. would. And I, I'm I'm I've set the I've set the old DVR for that one, so I'm going to yeah. take a look at that one. And then uh, tomorrow night, since we won't be here, the men's final uh, between Daniil Medvedev and Rafa Nadal. As we talked about earlier with Drew Densick, history either way. If Medvedev wins, and we have the plus 180 futures on Medvedev as protection against the Sasha Zverev futures that didn't get home, uh, that will be the first time ever. And this is pretty unbelievable that anyone who's won their first slam 
comes right around to their second slam and wins their second one. The meaning the one right after they win the first. Think about that. Nadal didn't do it. Federer didn't do it. Djokovic didn't do it. Any of the tennis greats of the past. No, no one ever did it. Andy Murray actually flirted with it. But Medvedev would be the first to do that. Nadal, though, the bigger history, if he wins as a plus-150 dog, if he wins, it's his 21st singles Grand Slam title, which would break the all-time tie with both Federer and Djokovic. I don't have a play on this. I'm just riding my Medvedev future in. I don't have a play on the total number of games, but it should be noted that Drew earlier, he has Medvedev minus one-and-a-half sets. And uh, Medvedev got uh, exponentially um, not as handsome uh, since the first hour of the show. Uh, he, There's Daniel. Uh, There's Daniel Medvedev. There you go. He, uh, he kind of he kind of went down d- downhill a little bit since since hour one of the show. That's funny. Grigor Dimitrov making an unexpected <laughs> appearance earlier on the show. How great is Nadal, though, man? The fact that like. The whole run-up to the tournament was all about Djokovic and the vaccination, whether he would be able to play, whether he wasn't. Oh, man, this could be a shot at the 21st tournament. And Nadal, just as classy as ever, right? Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. And he ends up being the only one of the big three to play. And and I was dead wrong about him. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I thought this was more of a let's get in some competitive stuff tune up let's go get that french right like that's that's what i'm aiming for that's i just want to play against some some good players and go get a tune up uh, he has looked as good i mean listen he he took some time off for injury it looks like he not only got healed but it looked like the time off did him really really good because he he has looked as fast as quick as is as, as spry as everything as he has looked in the last few years. So I was I was dead wrong about him in this tournament and uh you know, I had nothing on him, him either. Yeah. I had nothing on him either. Good for good for Rafa Nadal, who by the way, if he somehow wins this, then gets the French, he could be up two for all you know on Djokovic, yeah. which no one really saw coming. Uh, we do have some basketball late night. Well, we got a tip here coming up at the top of the hour. Yeah, we got uh, odds on that uh, Medvedev minus one and a half sets, minus one hundred five at DraftKings. If you're looking to bet that, that's a that's a pretty bold bet, I think. Yeah, I, I actually I didn't know what the odds were on that, so I wanted, yeah. to, wanted to double check. Figured it was around minus one ten if if Drew sent it in like I, that. But I hope for Drew's sake it gets home, and for my, for our uh, you know for the futures on Medvedev mm-hmm. that it gets home. But like Nadal, man, you, I I don't think like just out of pr- you know, just as a uh, what's the word I'm looking on principle yeah. to go minus one and a half against Nadal is. I watched that match last night. That was pretty good. That was pretty dang good. The uh, Nadal. I mean, the thing he's. I mean, he's going to grind. Is like no oh, matter what. I, no, like, I that's the thing. Like, yeah. He's going to grind and grind and grind and grind. And you know, listen, as we mentioned, like Medvedev's got like a little bit of stuff going on up oh, here in the head, and so totally, it's like it totally. wouldn't surprise me if like Nadal just sits there and and it's like oh, okay you want to do 30 stroke rallies let's 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 do them you just, know just remember a couple matches ago medvedev out loud <laughs> right out loud during the matches you're getting so lucky you're so lucky to maxime cressy and then also going this is so boring <laughs> it's ridiculous oh, all right yeah we do have one nba game the knicks at the bucks this is a a rare 10 10 eastern tip 7 10 pacific in milwaukee you don't see that very often but uh, ESPN looking for that late night Friday game, uh, nine to eight and a half. You'll see the Bucks laying um, against the Knicks two sixteen and a half to two seventeen is where you're going to find the total at. Uh, Nerlens Noel questionable. Lo- does look like Mitchell Robinson's going to go for the Knicks though tonight. 
uh, with that ankle injury. Rodney Hood doubtful on the Bucks side. Everybody else good to go. I would lean Bucks uh, Bucks on this. I haven't tied into a money line parlay. I'm seeing eight and a halves out there though. I wouldn't even hate it. hate you for laying that. The Knicks are a disaster right now. Oh, you're right. 9:10 p.m. tip off in Milwaukee. Oh. Odd. Hey, it's a Friday night. Yeah, what are they gonna give do? Them, give, them, give them some time to hit the hit the bar first and True dad. head over to the arena. Oh, first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean the people attending. Yeah. I see what you mean. All right. All of our bets, football and beyond, next. All of them. Feasons primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join the playoffs action with the Supercuts Fantasy Super Series. Play free fantasy football and basketball in this eight-part contest series and compete for a cut of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Supercuts now to get in on the action. It's not just any haircut. It's Supercuts. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Kelly, what were the uh, – you, you did the research. Your three most played uh, – Three most bet on sides this NBA season for me are Bucks one. Grizzlies two, Heat three. Oh, the so, Heat! So yes, oh. the Heat were the Heat were up there. How interesting! <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. There was a big gap though between Grizzlies and then Heat. Sure, sure. Well, there's plenty of time for that gap to uh, narrow. That's right. I bet the Heat twice this week. So, all right. You want to do NFL bets? All our NFL bets. Let's roll through it. We, uh, we usually start with Mateo here. Yeah, I think he's got one whole one. <sighs> do you have? <laughs> One bet, and that is uh, that is just uh, Bengals plus seven and a half. So that's the only thing I've got huh. in the account. I mean, I took again. I, I, it's I have 49ers bets, but it's just hedge bets, right? So it's 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 not like anything that I have any uh, a ton of conviction in. I think that game plays pretty close, and so I don't really have a a big lean one way or the other on the on the three and a half. So I took enough I took enough of the 49ers money line and enough of the three and a half to make it to where if the Rams do lose, I'm not. Uh, I don't feel like an idiot. Do you anticipate having more bets by game time or no? Probably not. Um, when it's all said, I might have a couple of props. Like I said, that that it's just hard to find props here. You know, <laughs> in, the, like, in the wonderful like, state wait, of Nevada. What? Yeah, like the in uh, Las Vegas, the like, betting again, capital if, of the if world. I live, what are you talking about? If I live in DraftKings jurisdiction, like, again, I, I would have played that Pringle over. I would have played. You know, again, I played the. I would play the Acres under. I, I'd be actually on the other side of that from. From Adam and them, um, it, I would have played those for sure. They just don't get posted here until 
right before game and then the Saturday lines are stale. Midnight, yeah, check like back. they wait until the line gets hammered into like perfection and then they post then that they number. Post yeah, it. and then they post that number and so What's the word you usually shout at things like that? Do you remember the word? <laughs> Speaking of this, you know what my favorite moment of the show was tonight, by the way? Oh, what was, w- that? was Drew Dinzik uh, getting angry at me at, at, at bringing up the sharpest uh, Olympics market, the curling. The market. curling, yeah, yes. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was yeah, just he mortified. Was, by yeah, that. yeah, it's not what you bet. That is too sharp. This, this is a great thing about having Drew. So, like, you, if you asked, I'm going to speak for you two, if you had asked any of us when the Winter Olympics are, the <laughs> chances of any of the three of us getting that answer within like a week. Probably zero. Despite us having seen 37 promos during Sunday Night Football this year for the once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl and Winter Olympics collide. So I know it's around February. I don't know when, though. It's February. That's That's what we know. Guys, I'm not even kidding. I know he said it at the beginning of the show. I still couldn't tell you when it is. <laughs> Me either. I, so I know February. it's in February. Yeah, February. I, I, don't know show. I still can't tell you when it is. But the thing is, Drew handicaps the bejesus out of this stuff, right? Like the Summer Olympics, whenever that was. It's the most fascinating breakdown I heard all summer. He was, was all about it. Stuff. Yeah. So the fencing, the what else was there? I don't know. Remember the fencing. The fencing. Yeah, that was a big one. Here's the thing about the Winter Olympics, right? John Stewart, you remember John Stewart's famous line about the Winter Olympics? He goes, less an athletic competition as drunken dares. <laughs> the skeleton. That's always Just, my one. Could you, so we're here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna like take a running start. Then we're all gonna jump in a sled. Yeah. And just see Down where this ice roller ice. coaster takes us, right. man. That you were faster than you guys. There are, are six markets already up at DraftKings. The Is there really? Metal market specials. Wow. The Alpine women's Alpine skiing slalom. The women's. Alpine skiing giant slalom. Oh, Drew's all over this. Oh, the stuff. men's Alpine skiing super G. The men's alpine skiing slalom, and then the men's alpine skiing downhill. All right. Well, the skiing is awesome. I don't care what anybody says. We are That's s- awesome. Medal count for USA over under nine and a half. And the under money's coming in. It's minus 155. Gold medal count or total medal count? Gold medal count, sorry. I was going to say. Yeah, we're not, we're not favorites at the Winter Olympics. No. It's, yeah. No. No. We got too many Why people would, like Kelly Bidlin growing up in South wait, Florida. Well, I wasn't implying that. I just gave our medal counts. It's the only one listed. <laughs> I thought what I heard was. Matt was starting to get angry, angry about it. <laughs> We're not favorites. <laughs> Who is this guy? Here are my NFL bets. These are uh, in the account. Chiefs minus seven. Uh, I started with that, and I, too, with the Rams NFC Future, which is also listed there, which, by the way, was plus 615, as it turned out, when I took a gander at it today, uh, which I got pre-flop before the season. Um, obviously not the best number, but one of those Shohei Otani things where I'm happy to have my four and one, four to one Shohei, even though I didn't get 33 to one. I'm happy to have the Rams plus 615 to win the NFC, but I did play the Niners plus three and a half with the attempt to hit them both, if you know what I mean. And I think if I didn't have that Rams feature, I would also have played the Niners plus three and a half, by the way. I did partake in the Super Bowl MVP market. To me, these are the mm-hmm. best bets that exist now. This is sight unseen. We don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl, obviously, until Sunday night. But I took Kittle at 30 to 1. And by the way, some people got him better than 30 to 1. I was a little late on that. I did take Debo at 16 to 1, roughly, a couple of pennies more, a few pennies more. Uh, and then I took Kelsey and Hill. Hill at 20 to 1, Kelsey at 18 to 1. Again, I don't know if the Niners are going to get there. I'll lose those if they don't, right, you know, by Sunday night. But if, in fact, you know, either the Chiefs or the Niners get there, 
then I will be set up nicely if the quarterbacks don't get the MVP. And again, 31 of 55 Super Bowl MVP trophies have gone to quarterbacks. But with Kelsey and Hill, I like my chances. And then this one, it's no longer available, but on a numbers game this week, this is right after the Tom Brady comments about Giselle needing him and his kids needing him. Uh, I took, I, I went and I saw this prop. Will Tom Brady retire before week one of the 2022-23 season? And the yes, much to my surprise, was plus 440 that he that he would retire. So I grabbed it five times. <laughs> and so I knocked it down, and those are my prices. And uh, we'll see if that report you mentioned earlier yeah. turns out to be true. Yeah, sounds well, like, uh, let us hope that Jason Lockenfora is, is on to something there. Sounds like Carbone on Gill. That's what it sounds if like. Jason Lockenfora <laughs> tell, is, Hang is, is it telling up, the Tony. truth. <laughs> Tell the truth, Jason Lockenfora. Kelly's like, what I got out of that was Carbone on Gill. (laughs) Hang it up, Tommy. (laughs) Awesome. What do you got, Kelly? What do you got? I only got one bet, too. I know. We're we're not too much fun. I I, I did actually take the Rams at three when it opened. So you got the futures and you took the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I I guess that's – I don't know if – that's how confident I am in the I, I perceived imbalance in my mind between the Rams and 49ers, despite the 49ers having beaten them six straight times. Uh, I, I do think Rams are going to take care of this. This is my one of my smallest bets of the NFL season. I will admit that because, like Gil said, we are all on futures on the Rams. Um, but I'm going to let I'm, I'm going to let those ride this time around because I have a feeling I will be hedging very very much on the Super Bowl ticket if the Chiefs are sitting there waiting for them. If that all happens. So hopefully uh, Rams get there this weekend. I'll, I'll worry about that next week uh, yeah. when the time comes. I'm, I'd really like the Rams to win. Yeah. <laughs> I'd really like the That's the man. There's the man uh, voice yeah. who about, really has a lot on the how about line. This, how about this weekend, Matt? How about Salatoris wins tomorrow and uh, Ram, Rams win on Sunday? Would you take that weekend? That would be a good weekend. I don't, even, I don't think we fun. have fruit baskets big enough to send if no, uh, we had a weekend like that. would be a like truck. We would buy them a whole <laughs> orchard. Like, you get the whole thing. You know a question we haven't asked either on uh, my, my show in the morning or on this one or our podcast, whatever? Because we're so close to, to the sun on betting. But let's say we didn't have any bets. Let's say we were just back to when we were 12 years old and we didn't have any bets on this. I'm assuming you didn't have any bets when you were 12. Maybe you did. But if you didn't and you're like, who do you want to see in the Super Bowl? Let's just say as fans. Who do you want to say? Bets aside. Rams Chiefs. Rams Chiefs? But I'd be okay with Rams Bengals. Definitely the Rams on the NFC side. No real preference on the AFC side, but obviously a slight lean to Cincinnati just for for reasons there. You know, like... (laughs) Like, why, why are you going to get on me about the heat? And, like, this is beyond ridiculous at this point. <laughs> he can't answer the question. I mean, like, he might as well get a Bengals tattoo on his forehead. No, I'm, 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 I'm saying no real preferences because I think both those teams are, like, super exciting offense. Like, it, it, like, I prefer that style of play to the 49ers, but that's just me, right? right I mean, yeah. like, uh, the, uh, as far as an entertainment factor for the Super Bowl, I would be leaning towards one of those two teams. And then the Rams for sure on that side. So the only team I don't want to see is the 49ers. <laughs> That's what I got out Go of yeah, yeah, me too. No, me too. I'm, I'm completely like right there I, with I kind of want to see the Niners. I kind of I kind of would. I mean, I, I, it's hard to separate from the bets, right? But yeah. yeah, I think I wouldn't mind seeing the Niners if I didn't have a bet involved. I, I also think that Matt and I's opinion on that could change drastically from now until Monday if like if they win, right? If, if they win this week after beating, going into Green Bay and winning and – 
you know, let's hope that they actually score a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> actually put up some offensive points. Like, I think we might be looking at them very differently next week. Let's win some money. Let's win some I can't even speak. Let's win some money this weekend, whether it's golf, whether it's yeah, tennis, do it. whether it's football. Let's get this done. Ooh, half court shot almost made right there. Um, good luck with all your bets this weekend, whatever the sport. Um, some of you might be betting Caribbean Series Baseball, if you listen to the uh, show this morning. I don't know. Whatever it is, let's make some money. We've done all we can do. Good luck with all your bets this weekend, regardless of sport. For Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander, primetime action comes back Monday. The Nightcap, next from Circa, Tim Murray and Sean King. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.